It's the single ones who always throw the wild parties with all the girls. Hey, hey. Ready to party. Are you having a slumber party? I thought he was a party robot. Oh, yeah. Work it. Ow! Okay, boys, you heard what the man said. Let's party! Don't you want to come to my party? It's time to party! Okay, folks, let's get this party started. I'm from Silberto and Friends, weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. It's 7.09, Jonathan Charles Fox. You get the party started. I'm too tired. <laughs> if you're tired, what am I? I know. Wow. Yeah. Jonathan Charles Fox, the Wardering River reporter, that dog named Gidget here yeah. yep. on this Thursday morning. And, uh, man, what a week it's been. I'll say. <laughs> Oh, See, you've done, you've done this for a living. Uh, you know. uh, yeah, but I was a much younger man. <laughs> We're, of course, talking about um, rehearsals for Rocky Horror in the Tavern at the Forestburg Playhouse. Uh, opening night, tomorrow night. Tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> it all happens yeah. so quickly. Jonathan Charles Fox will be the narrator. On the uh, 20th and 21st. My shows are sold out. Yes, Silver they Bird. are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think you still have a few openings. That's Because I'm doing some Fridays, yeah. So yeah. Fridays are well, open, but that's I'm it. I'm doing a Friday, but that's my, 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 my mm-hmm. Friday's sold out. I'm yep. just saying. Uh, Marty Rutberg. Speaking of a sold out night. Marty. Saturday the 14th, Marty yeah. will be there. Yeah, well, he's got a lot of fans. Yeah. Yes, he does. Mm-hmm. And he's also doing a great job. We're having a good time. Marty, I mean, that's the true definition of baptism by fire. Yes, he walked in and we just threw him to the wolves. And man, did he do a great job. Yeah. His, in the in the inimitable Marty Rutberg personality style. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was a blast. Uh, it sure was. Uh, so again, if you're looking to see Rocky Horror this year, we've been telling you all along that these shows are going to sell out. And they're almost all yeah, sold yeah. out. There, there's a couple seats left. Uh, only on Fridays. Saturdays yep. are gone. Yeah. Sold out. Yep. Um, but this has been interesting. And again, way back when, it was, believe it or not, it was close to 11, 12 years ago. Oh, I believe it. When I first did Rocky Horror as a narrator in the theater itself for Correct. the two-week round, I came to you, Jonathan Charles Fox, and said, I have no idea. <laughs> you know, we were talking about learning lines mm-hmm. in particular. And, you know, and then, you know, thank goodness I had a chance to work with Carol Montana uh, down the road for for some other things with right. Big Sky Productions, but you kind of gave me the inside scoop, um, and that that has helped so much over the years. And then getting involved with the uh, the Rocky Horror in the Tavern, yeah, been there for every every year. But uh, you're still explaining to me as as things are going on and progressing, and you're really pointing out just the the the, the talents that these I'm going to say kids. These kids have. Oh, this is an amazing They cast. are amazing. And yeah. things that I see now that you point out. And that's what I'm saying. If, if you were planning on going, or if you have your tickets, you're in for a treat. I mean, it seems like we say it every year, and it's not cliche. But again, this year, there is such a different energy level. It's incredible. Yeah, that's interesting. That's an interesting observation. I would also like to uh, point out, uh, as I do from time to time, Behind the scenes, what is going on behind the scenes of the Rocky That's Horror Show live on stage at the Tavern at the First Brook Playhouse? Lorelai Davis springs yeah. to mind. You know how I don't. It's not a question. You know how hard she works. Oh yeah. She transform. She and her crew transform this space into. We get. Uh, yeah. no, uh, we just went from a drag queen dragging into the eighties. 
Yeah, a, to Rocky a giant Mountain. drag queen. Yeah. Uh, yes. Every square inch of the tavern, though, is transformed, absolutely transformed, and that's that's uh, uh, due solely to uh, props master Lorelai Davis, and what she brings uh, to the table is really it's pretty incredible. amazing. Yeah. And Franklin and the gang are just amazing also. Amazing. Franklin doesn't yeah. like me very much. Well, so. I know he doesn't, but what can I say? Oh, by the way, what you're supposed to do, when now if you have not seen Rocky Horror in the Tavern, please, it's important that you let them know that you have not seen Rocky Horror before. That's true. They'll treat you really special. I have heard that. Yes. Make sure. Yeah. Like, as soon as you walk in, even before you just say, hey, I've never seen this before, <laughs> let them know. That's very important. I don't know. I think you can tell by my performance in particular that I've never seen it before. Oh, I don't know about that, man. <laughs> I, I, you know, if, if, you have to, if you're lucky enough, lucky enough to have tickets for the 20th and the 21st when Jonathan is performing as the narrator, I, you know, that, and, and I just sat back last night and I was like a fan. Because talk about bringing a different element to that character. Again, the inimitable Jonathan Charles Fox personality. I was just like, I was just just sitting there just enjoying every second of watching it. It was great. Uh, That's that's kind of fun. It must be interesting for you, having done it for so many years, to watch somebody else do it. I will tell you, Franklin called me. Uh, at home, and he said, look, I know you've seen Silberto do this a thousand times. I know you've seen the show a thousand times. He said, I'd like you to do something a little bit different than others have done, and I think it's described as chewing the scenery. I yes, think that's yeah, what it's I called. think exactly what you're doing. Uh, I don't know. You know? I'm, I'm working hard, but I'm, I'll never be any Paul Silberto. I, I, I will say that if you're going to be in the front rows when Jonathan, for Jonathan's nights, please wear sunglasses. It's either, oh, and, either and a splash, either that splash or, or you want to, either that or you want to get used to it by looking directly into the sun for a while <laughs> before you show oh, up. Oh, I know what you're referring to. Yeah, yeah. we'll keep that a yeah, secret. You'll see what I mean. Yeah. Believe me. Mm-hmm. Um, but and 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 if you're lucky enough to be there on Saturday the 14th for Marty Rutberg, right? I am telling you, I I, I love the guy. I love. I know. Marty I'm a Rutberg. big fan myself. Yeah. So uh, we are. We're thrilled, and that's really. You know, we're talking about it because that's been our week. We've been hanging oh. out together, and Gidget has been amazing. You know, uh, Gidget has been really, that dog named Gidget, I, I got to give her her props, honestly. Yep. I mean, she's sitting through 12-hour days of rehearsals. Yes, she is. She's got her playpen. <laughs> she's got a lot of people in the cast who want to just get her so riled up. <laughs> Yesterday, they got yelled at. Did you notice the cats got? Yes, they did. They got yelled at a little bit and said, just leave that dog named Gidget alone for two minutes. I got her, finally got her calmed down. You know, there's nothing calming, really, yeah. about Rocky yeah, well, Horror I, got, I do got to say, what's embarrassing is the rubbing of the belly request. That's embarrassing. I'm not I'm talking sorry. about Gidget. I'm talking about Jonathan. Yeah, but it feels good. <laughs> okay, fine. It's 716 now. Jonathan has Catskills News Talk. <laughs> 92.5. weather. I don't. I really, you know, I, I really don't even want to think about it. It's just and, a jump to the left. Yeah, it's good, exactly. Mm-hmm. Being brought to you by Calicoon Brewing Pub. Hey, there's still time to get out and enjoy uh, relaxing on the porches of the Calicoon Brewing Pub. They're open at noon every day. You could stop by for lunch, a drink, or dinner. And you could check out uh, Calicoon Brewing Pub, their own draft beers, Calpeo Pale Ale, Broncal Porter, Noble IPA, always on tap, along with other local beers and ciders on tap, and many popular domestic and foreign bottle beers are available, too. You can join Stacy on Monday nights. 
for her Monday night football contest, along with drink and food specials. There is live music every Sunday and trivia night with Stacy every Wednesday night at 7.30. Check out Calicoon Brewing Pub's Facebook page for details. And this weekend, it's the Calicoon Art Walk. Well-behaved canine companions are permitted for outside dining at Calicoon Brewing Pub. They're open at noon every day, and it's always a good time at the brewery. Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9 Weather. Sunny today with a high of 75. Tonight, increasing clouds, low 55. Tomorrow, cloudy with a chance of showers and a high of 66. Tomorrow night, cloudy with showers and possibly a thunderstorm, low 55. Saturday, cloudy with showers, possibly a morning thunderstorm, high 62. Sunday, partly sunny, chance of showers, high 52. Presently, in Sullivan and the Catskills, it is partly cloudy and 54. Right now. At the moment. Currently. As we speak. Silberto and friends. Louder than a jackass in a tin barn. I wouldn't expect you to know anything about it, being a loser. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. And 7.20. Good morning, Thursday morning. I'm Paul Silberto. Jonathan Charles Fox. What do you want from me? You don't see enough of me now? I need you, I need you to carry the show because I'm tired. That dog named Gidget is here this morning. She's exhausted. <laughs> she is. Yeah. Uh, still some areas of fog as you head out this morning. And yep, we're at the beginning of a definite change in the weather. Yeah. I guess we could say it's getting more seasonal, right? It is. We're yeah. having an early peak this year. Uh, it does happen from time to time. I mean, the Catskills, uh, uh, Sullivan and the Catskills, just absolutely stunning to look at mm-hmm. as we whiz by on our way to or from rehearsal. That's right. Because <laughs> that's <what's laughs> really taking up all of our time right it now. It is. Yeah. Time now for our Sullivan County Chamber of Commerce update. Who's that? President, CEO. Yeah. Jamie Schmeiser. Oh, I've heard of Good her. morning, Jamie. Good morning. Good morning. Now, this is, I, uh, now, let me see if I got this right. Yeah. This is a first Friday networking breakfast week, correct? It is. <laughs> wow. Tomorrow morning, first thing, 7.30. Where? At the uh, Resorts World Catskills. And thank you to them for hosting and sponsoring. And NAMI will be the presenter and oh. hosting and sponsoring. And uh, we're very excited to, you know, again, be back in Monticello, but also you know, to talk about mental health. And uh, certainly uh, it's such an important subject, but, you know, it speaks to our quality of life here in the Sullivan Catskills in Sullivan County. Um, We have such great community entities. We have such great community. And I won't say it too many times, businesses, (laughs) <laughs> and we have such great citizens living here in the county. And, of course, the fall is my favorite time of year because uh, we're getting started with a lot of events, uh, starting with the breakfast tomorrow. But then we move on to immediately after at 11 o'clock at Frito-Lay PepsiCo in Liberty. They're having a grand opening and ribbon cutting for their new employee facility. What a great place to work. I mean, they built a new facility for their employees right. to, to yeah. be able to have luncheon and and relax and, um, you know, really be part of their community at, the, um, at, at Frito-Lay PepsiCo. And so we're very excited to be celebrating with them this great uh, milestone for their 
organization. Matt Carrera uh, was in on Monday as a guest co-host, and we were talking about it, and I'm, I told him, you're shining up the scissors, so. <laughs> yeah, we are, and I promise, like I always say, you I won't are... run with them. Yeah, but... <laughs> That's good. All right, cool. <laughs> and then on Saturday, of course, uh, Davidson's General Store in DeBruce, 100th year anniversary. They've been around for 100 years, and we're so excited to help them celebrate. Then uh, WJFF is doing their Applepalooza Saturday night. Right. And then Sunday, Hurleyville Hub is putting on their Scarecrow Festival. So hopefully the weather will hold out for Sunday, and that is going to be a great time. There's vendors. There's all kinds of specials running throughout the town. And... uh, Come out and see your uh, the scarecrows and take a selfie with them. Um, really great community. Like I said, great businesses. Um, the quality of life here is really good. And uh, I'd encourage anybody that has any questions about living here, working here, and playing here to give us a call. We'll be more than happy to point them in the right direction and you can, for uh, all the activities. Yeah, <laughs> and you can get the contact information by going to CatskillsNewsTalk.com. The click, let's click on the logo for the um, Sullivan County Chamber of Commerce. Check out the great activities that Jamie is talking about. Speaking of activities, you're lucky. You're going to get to see not only... Marty Rutberg, but Jonathan Charles Fox has. Oh, I'm so excited. You're going to be at performances for both of them. You're very lucky, Jamie. I will. I will, and I'll be cheering everybody on. And I'm just, you know, I'm going to be stepping to the left. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Jamie Spicer, President and CEO, Sullivan County Chamber of Commerce. And uh, like Jamie mentioned, a lot going on, lots of activities. Check out the activities. And now is a great time to consider becoming a member of the Chamber of Commerce. I'm a member. Yes, you are. Get more details by going to CatskillsNewsTalk.com. On the click list, click on the logo for the Sullivan County Chamber of Commerce. And don't forget the uh, First Friday Networking Breakfast on Friday at Resorts World Catskills with mm-hmm. Nami. And then Jamie whips out the big scissors. <laughs> no, running. <laughs> no running. No running. No running. Yeah. <laughs> for the ribbon cutting of that new employee facility at uh, PepsiCo Frito-Lay in uh, in Liberty. Jamie, always a pleasure. Thank you for the update, and uh, let's catch up next week, all right? We will. Thank you so much. Thanks, Jamie. Now's a great time, like I said, to maybe be, uh, consider becoming a member of the Sullivan County Chamber of Commerce. If you're in a business in the area, please go to CatskillsNewsTalk.com. The click list. Click on the logo for Sullivan County Chamber of Commerce. Indeed, your partner for success. Coming up on 727 now. Again, watch out for some fog. You said it was pretty heavy at certain points when you were on your way in this morning. It absolutely is, and that's why I always like to give you up-to-date road information when I'm on my way in, because I come in an hour after Mm -hmm. you. Uh, Yeah, Route 17 in particular, there were some very heavy patches of fog. Yeah, It's otherwise clear, but you're going to hit some areas of patchy fog, so do keep that in mind as you head out on this Thursday morning, and thank you so much for being with us here. Do appreciate it. Catskills News Talk 92.5 and 94.9 Weather.
Sunny today with a high of 75. Tonight, increasing clouds, low 55. Tomorrow, cloudy with a chance of showers and a high of 66. Tomorrow night, cloudy with showers and possibly a thunderstorm, low 55. Saturday, cloudy with showers and possibly a morning thunderstorm, high 62. Sunday, partly sunny, chance of showers, high 52. Presently in Sullivan and the Catskills, it's partly cloudy and 55. Right now. Oh, you're a little behind the eight ball, aren't you? Up to the minute. Mm-hmm. Instantaneous. Tired? <laughs> Silberto and Friends. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk. 92.5 and 94.9. 7.32 now. It's 28 until 8. Catskills News coming up at 8. With Catskills News headlines, here's Mike Sakel. Monticello police have arrested 36-year-old Arthur Uhl of Monticello on felony weapons charges and unlawful imprisonment, as well as misdemeanors of menacing and endangering the welfare of a child. The arrest comes after police were called to the Sleepy Hollow apartment complex on Tuesday morning and were told that a woman was being physically held against her will and being threatened with a firearm. Responding officers forcibly gaining entry to the apartment after Ewell refused to open the door. They located the victim and Ewell inside, where he was taken into custody He was arraigned in Village of Monticello Justice Court and remanded to Sullivan County Jail on bail. As part of its response to the local opioid epidemic, Sullivan County has purchased 174 Nalox boxes to place in strategic locations around the region. Camille O'Brien, Communities Program Manager, is asking local businesses such as gas stations, laundromats, and restaurants to consider hosting these boxes in their establishments. That's what's happening. I'm Mike Sikel, Catskills News. Catskills News coming up at 8 on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. It's Silberto and Friends. I'm Paul Silberto, Jonathan Charles Fox, that dog named Gidget. And, yep, it's time now to head to the Catskills News Talk line for our Catskills News Talk, 92.5, 94.9 Fishing and River Report. And it's being brought to you by Kenko Outfitters. You're 28 in Kingston. Kenko Outfitters. For hiking, fishing, boating, camping, they are your authorized Orvis dealer. We're 28 in Kingston. You can order online at KenkoOutfitters.com. It's Kaz from Border Water Outfitters. How are you, Kaz? Not too bad, Paul. How's everything down there? <laughs> well, it's doing well. We're right. tired. We're tuckered out. Our dup- our dupas are, are tired, believe me. Your dupas <laughs> are tired. All right. Is yeah. that the same as tuchas? Exactly. Ah, right. Gotcha. <laughs> exactly. A little bit foggy where you are uh, as well, cause I could see that. Yeah, a lot of fog in the last couple mornings, actually. Mm-hmm. I look better in the fog. Yes, he does. Yeah. Much better. So, hey, cause uh, the other day we didn't get a chance to chat with you. Um, but I know we were talking about the uh, the changeable temperatures at that time, really still uh, getting ready to hit into a temperatures in the low 80s. Today, the upper 70s. But then we got some rain moving in, and things drop off sharply temperature-wise. What's that going to mean when it comes to getting out uh, on the upper Delaware River system? Well, we're going to need all of that uh, rain and temperature drop, Paul, because uh, after I didn't speak with you on Tuesday, mm-hmm. Uh, they dropped the water, uh, the releases, cons- uh, considerably. Like the West Branch of Stylesville this morning is 166 cubic feet per second. <clears throat> That's very, very low. Uh, water temperature this morning is, there is 56. The high there yesterday was 59. Wow. Yes. Uh, and and Hale Eddy on, on the Big East Branch is running 316 cubic feet per second. It's at 60 degrees. 
very low, very warm. So you have to stay off the upper east, the lower east, uh, upper west branch. And you can fish the main, but the water temperatures, because the cold water releases were cut back, mm. the water temperatures at Lordville this morning uh, is 65 degrees. Wow. And it reached and it reached 68 yesterday. Wow. So conditions aren't that good. Yeah. Everything's cold and warm, but we're going to get a big improvement with this cooler evenings, cooler days, and hopefully we'll get a fair amount of rain. So that is almost <laughs> like we're going to hit a switch over the next couple of days. No, not that much. No? You know, okay. We're looking at Sunday and Monday. We're supposed to get some rain, but prior to that, like tomorrow and Saturday, temperatures are going to drop. Right, so with the temperatures dropping, that's right. It will take a while then before it affects the water temperature. Yeah, it, it, exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. It's going to take a little bit unless we get a, a nicer cold rain, which could cool it down a little bit. But the releases have cut back, and uh, that's a result of what you're seeing now. You know, high temperatures and low water. Well, cause uh, I'm I'm sure that we're now going to start getting into the peak season when it comes to the the beautiful colors along the uh, the Delaware River system. Yeah, the next couple of days, right now, uh, down on the main branch, I was down there yesterday, the colors are just popping, and it looks beautiful. And the next couple of days, probably through the weekend uh, and early next week, they're going to be at their peak up here. Wow. All right. Well, a good time to reach out to Cause and see if there's any availability to maybe get out and uh, do a scenic float on the Upper Delaware <laughs> River system and enjoy the sun, the, uh, the beautiful colors. Yeah, absolutely. Best way for our listeners to get a hold of you, Cause? Cell phone, 607-760-2270, or email bwo at hancock.net. And you sound a lot better today, Kaz. <laughs> better than what? <laughs> better than Tuesday. I said, hey, Kaz, how are you here? Wow. And then there was... Anyway, <laughs> so Kaz, we'll talk to you on Tuesday. You have a great weekend, all right? You too. Take care, guys. All Thanks, right. guys. Our Catskills News Talk 92.5-94.9 Fishing and River Report from Border Water Outfitters. It's Kaz, 7.38 now. Silberto and friends. I know it's different than you're used to, but you'll see it's just as good. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk 92.5 and 94.9. 742 now. Good morning. Paul Silberto. Jonathan Charles Fox. What? That dog named Gidget. <laughs> Thursday morning. Still some areas of fog as you head out this morning. Going to be a warm one today, but then things start changing. You know, I now I have finally figured out a way to tire the dog out. How's that? Uh, put her in rehearsals for 12 hours That'll a day. That'll do it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'll work, yeah. I don't yeah, know. because she's a little yeah. exhausted. Yeah. And, that, and the only reason that's working is because she's taken our examples of being tired out, that's for sure. Well, and I could learn something else from her. What's I that? should probably be in a playpen most of the time. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. <laughs> it is now time for him to talk about him. Oi. Yep, it's time for him to talk about him. I want to talk about me. Yep, it's that time now. I want to talk about me. I don't know what you're talking when about. Jonathan Charles Fox talks about Jonathan Charles Fox. Oh, for goodness sake. Disguised so as our River Reporter update. Uh, is that what it's called? Yes. Oh, my goodness gracious. I'm, just, I'm, I'm vamping because I'm looking. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking for the award-winning River Reporter. I, I'm not entirely sure what I uh, wrote about, uh, and it's out today on newsstands now. Yeah. It's online and on newsstands now. Of course, by it, I mean not only the award-winning River Reporter, but my column, which is called In My Humble Opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I sent it to you, so if I did, yeah, please it, find yeah, it by yeah. all means. Wait, you're, you know. ta- you're talking about Fall Fell. Uh, oh, Fall Fall. Fall fell. Oh, the woolly bear, my friend, the woolly bear. You know, I do this every year. Yes, You're you probably do. aware of that. But that's because I love the woolly bear. I love the mythology of the woolly bear. I love the folklore aspect of the woolly bear. And for those of us who live here in Sullivan and the Catskills, most of us know what the woolly bear is. It's that little caterpillar that you see at this time of year. And they're orange and black banded on their bodies. I want to clear something up, mm-hmm. Silberto, because I do write about it every year. I think there's even one on my social media at the moment, a woolly bear. I look for them every year at this time, and I photograph them, but the reason I'm looking is that they predict the winter. That's what you said, and you said they've been fairly accurate. They are fairly accurate, and I, I'm not going to tell you everything that's in my column, but I will say that the people over at the Farmer's Almanac, they got a little bit of a swelled head over there, because they say that they're incredibly accurate, and my research says not so much. I, I, would, I, would, take a, I would take a God-created creature instinctively showing what's going to happen weather-wise than I would take of people writing... The Farmer's Almanac. Well, not only that, the Farmer's Almanac folks say, you know, they have a very secret recipe, for lack of a better description. Yeah, they, they look at the woolly bear. Yeah, <laughs> maybe if they looked at the woolly bear, they'd probably be a little bit more accurate. What I want to dispel, the rumor I want to dispel here is that people contact me every year and say, wait, I saw an all-black one. Does that mean our winter is going to be beyond harsh? The all-black one is a different species yeah, of caterpillar. Yeah. I would say that means move to Florida. Yeah, so, I mean, there is a graph, there is a chart. Of course, depending on how much orange, how much black, it's going to tell you uh, or at least predict what the winter might look like. And as always, I get into it every year. Uh, So by all means, pick up a copy of the award-winning River Report. You can read all about the woolly bear. And we are online and on newsstands as we speak. Speak. There you go. If you're not a subscriber, by all means, give Roger a call at 845-252-7414. Extension but not now. Not now. Why? Not now. Why? Don't dial extension 130 now. Yeah, he's not he's there. Not there. <laughs> no, he's not there. But he will call you right back. He's yeah. so much better at it than I am. You know, Roger calls me every once a week. He says, you know, you got to check your voicemail because I never check and I don't return calls because I'm Jonathan Charles Fox. You want to get a hold of me? You'll call me back. We're the award-winning River Reporter. It is the best time to call Jonathan Charles Fox right Right now, right now, because he's not there. Yeah, I won't be answering the phone, but by all means, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram. You can follow the heck out of us. There's only one rule. What is it, Paul? Sorry, Don't right? follow Jonathan Charles Fox oh, home. Good Lord, no. We're the River Reporter. We've got you covered. <laughs> Birthday shout-outs on Catskills News Talk 92.5, 94.9, which at this time every Thursday becomes six degrees of Jonathan. Celebrities that Jonathan Charles Fox has either starred with on uh, stage or screen is either friends with or more than likely they have restraining orders against him. Oh boy, so true. Um, three, I'm thinking. Three. Here we go. Okay. Definitely not this one. Mm. Although, wait a minute. Yes. You may not realize it, but yes. Okay. Um, The Joker, Steve Miller. Is 80. And how today. am I connected to you Steve You photograph Miller? Steve Miller at Bethelwood Center for the Arts. Thank goodness you can remember yeah, my I remember life. specifically yeah. you photographed. Yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, Karen Allen, 
Indiana Jones Films is 72. I would say there is a connection between myself and Karen Allen. I thought so. Yeah. That's the one. Um, Also, director Clive Barker is 71. No, there's no connection. How about uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson is 65? Neil deGrasse Tyson is on my list of people I wish were my friends, so maybe we can make that happen. Um, This one I wasn't sure of. Daniel Baldwin is... uh, 53 today. Well, it counts if I know any of the Baldwin yes. brothers, right? So, yeah, uh, let's say two degrees of separation. That's what I thought. Yeah. How about Guy Pierce, uh, mayor, of, mayor of Easton, uh, and he was in Iron Man 3. No, I got zip. 56 today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josie Bissett from Melrose Place is 53. I, I have a degrees of separation because of Melrose Place. I know some people and the producer and writer-directors mm-hmm. of Melrose Place from back in the day. How about... Uh, how about Parmander Nagra? She was in ER. Say it again. Parmander Nagra. Say it again. Parmander Nagra. Okay. It's, she it's... was in ER. She was in Agents of the Shields. And I think she was in that movie, Bounce em Like Beckham. Okay. Her name sounds like a recipe. She's 48 today. Uh, good for her. How about uh, Scott Weinger, Fuller House and Aladdin? Mm, I'm going to say no, although I'm probably mistaken. 48. Uh-huh. Ding, ding, ding on this one. Kate Winslet is 48. And why do you ding, ding, ding on that? What do you because know about Because she was life? in Titanic. Titanic yeah. was directed by James Cameron. Oh. James Cameron was married to a friend of yours. That's true. Linda Hamilton. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> how, about, uh, how about... See, I've learned how this goes oh, now. you are. You're, you're better at it than I am. How about um, Jesse Eisenberg? Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice? Nope. 40 today. Socialite Nikki Hilton is 40? No. Okay. And uh, Jacob Tremblay, Flounder, Little Mermaid, is 17. Little Mermaid. No, I'm, I'm going to go with a no. Yeah. Okay. So you were correct. There you go. It had to happen sometime. Got a birthday, got a celebration. Let, uh, let us know about it. We'll let everybody know about it. Go to CatskillsNewsTalk.com. Click Shout Out. Get your info to us. We'll get it on for you at Catskills News Talk 92.5 and 94.9. Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9 weather. Sunny today with a high of 75. Tonight, increasing clouds, low 55. Tomorrow, cloudy with a chance of showers and a high of 66. Tomorrow night, cloudy with showers, possibly a thunderstorm, low 55. Saturday, cloudy with showers, possibly a morning thunderstorm, high 62. Sunday, partly sunny with a chance of showers, high 52. Presently in Sullivan and the Catskills, it's partly cloudy and 56. As he speaks. That's what I said. Up to the minute. Do you listen to me? Nope. Silberto mm. and friends. Just because you're stupid doesn't mean you can't rule a planet. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Good morning. Coming up on 7.54 now. It's 6 till 8. It's Silberto and friends. I'm Paul Silberto. Jonathan Charles Fox and that dog named Gidget. Well, <laughs> they're going for, for a walk. Actually, Gidget was walking Jonathan. Are you done? Oh, my gosh. Did she wipe her paws? Well, you said hurry. Have you met me? Well. (laughs) Hurrying is not in my wheelhouse. Was it a nice walk? Uh, Well, it was for her. Okay, good. Fine. (laughs) I'm glad you're back. Talking about productivity. Oh, I don't know (laughs) nothing about that. Anyway. Hey, um, Thursday the 19th, honored uh, with Media Men, the... Sullivan County Federation for the Homeless. I don't know anything about that. Listen, I'm panting. Yeah, I know you are. Yeah. <sighs> now, right. the only problem with that event, like I said, it's such an honor, 
It benefits a great organization, Sullivan County Federation for the Homeless. You know the only downfall to that night? <laughs> I can't wait to hear. Do you know who the MC is of the night? I don't. Greg Goldstein. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, Greg Goldstein. Oh, he's going he's gonna to skewer me. And we're working uh, with Greg Goldstein's people now, with our people, the fact that uh, next Thursday, Jill Hubert Simon is in, Deputy Director Sullivan County Public Health, and Greg Goldstein may be in with us, too. Well, warn me. I might have to, yeah, warn we're, we're, me. We're, warn working, me. we're working off the details <laughs> I'll have now to get sedated. As we speak. Okay. So, uh, but again, honored. Thank you to Kathy and really everybody involved. And again, this is a great way to help out the Sullivan County Federation for the Homeless. A very worthy organization. Oh, tell me about it. The amazing yeah. things. You know, the thing about the uh, Sullivan County Federation for the Homeless, and we try to point out, is the fact that Sullivan County Federation for the Homeless is just like there. It's there. It's a constant. But sometimes when it's there, when it's a constant, you have a tendency to maybe forget about what Mm -hmm. they do. And that the fact that no matter how long they are there, their mission and their needs are also there every single day. And you can't just forget about the Federation for the Homeless. Like, they've been doing this for so long. They take care of everybody. Well, we're the ones that have to take care of the Federation. That's right. To make their work possible. That's right. You know, and to think of what they went through with that situation a couple years ago called, what was it called, the pandemic? Something like that. (laughs) What they went through during that to get to the point where they are now and still, the need that they fill is overwhelming and growing each and every day. Well, and apparently, we're media men. Yes, we are. Who knew? And hopefully you can be there. Go to CatskillsNewsTalk.com, the click list, and click on the logo for the Sullivan County Federation for the Homeless. Um, check out the organization. Check mm-hmm. out what they do. See how you can get involved. Because, like I said, um, the need gets stronger, and the need is constant, and you can help fill that uh, that void by helping out and being part of really the mission of the Sullivan County Federation for the Homeless. And again, if you could be at Media Men, that'll be great. We'd be we'd be honored to have you there. Um, but again, go to CatskillsNewsTalk.com, the click list, and click on the logo for the Sullivan County Federation for the Homeless. Media Men coming up on Thursday, the... 19th. I want to say the 29th. Thursday. I, I want to say hopefully by then dar- that dog named Gidget will have teeth. Why do you think so? <laughs> I don't know. You might learn a lesson from her, though, because if you take a look at her now, you can see your future. Because she only has about four teeth at the moment. Oh, okay. I was one. And they're I thought, very sharp. I, I thought I could see my, my future get up, pee, and go right back to sleep. Well, that, that's your <laughs> present. Okay, fine. Anyway, coming up next now, we're here on uh, Silberto and Friends. No more talk about... That dog named Gidget's okay. potty habits. Yeah. But we will have a statement from State Senator Peter Obrocker. That is not how you pronounce his he's name. Bu- yes, he's busy this morning. <laughs> he's always busy. Yeah. So we'll have a statement from Senator Obrocker this morning. Okay. I'll let you introduce him. If you get him wrong, it's another 100 bucks well, for a single bite. I always get it right, so I'm sorry about that. Jill Hubert Simon, the aforementioned, previously talked about. The tick chick. The tick chick. The Deputy Director, Sullivan Palm, uh, County Public Health, has our Sullivan County Public Health update. We will speak with the Professor, Jamie Lazarus, our Bold Gold Chief Digital Strategist, our Bold Gold Digital Download, and 
It's not random if we do it every week at the same time, is it? Well, the time isn't random, but the subject matter always is. How is that how it works? Yes. Okay. Random thoughts. Hudson Cooper's column in tomorrow, Sullivan County Democrat. You know, he and Broadway legend Dean Alexander are very close. I had no I idea. Know, I know that. I yeah, heard I, that. I think they talk about us in their spare time. Oh, boy. I don't know. She's listening, I imagine. Well, Hudson, good. She's also coming up to see you perform in Rocky Horror. She Heart. is. That's yeah. her plan, anyhow. She's so busy being a Broadway legend. Hopefully, she'll be able to make it. But that is the plan. There you go. Yep. So that's all coming up next hour here on Ciliberto and Friends. And uh, following Ciliberto and Friends today and every weekday, it's the Brian Kilmeade Show. And then at noon, it's Straight Talk Money Bloomberg uh, with Bloomberg Radio. Then at 1, Jimmy Fell, Fox Across America. Boy, got to see him perform his stand-up routine uh, last month. Yeah. This guy is funny. Yeah, he is he funny. He is hilarious. What a great guy. And then uh, the Dave Ramsey Show, Our American Stories, Rita Crosby, lots of great programs, complete variety of programs. And again, great weekend programs. Uh, Let's Talk Vets with Doug Sandberg every Saturday morning at uh, 8. And then Catskills Sports Talk with Dylan Bryce at 9. Oh, who, who listens to him? Everybody. Really? Great local programming here on Catskills News Talk 925 mm. 949. Feel alive. What happened to just getting high on good old clean life? Life is good. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Silberto and friends. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk 925 and 949. Good morning. It's 808. I make it 809. I'm Paul Silberto. Jonathan Charles Fox. I'm just wondering where you get your weather I know. reports. <laughs> let's take the meet. Let's take the average. 48. It's yeah. 57 in Monticello, according yeah, to my right. according to my sources. We'll go with 48 and divide it by 57. Okay, it's 1112. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up this hour. We'll have a statement from State Senator Peter Oberacher. We have another hour? <clears throat> yeah. Oy. We will speak with Deputy Director of Sullivan County Public Health, Zilla Hubert-Simon. She'll be joining us. The professor, Jamie Lazarus, our bold gold <laughs> digital download. Am I awake? Uh, no. Okay. Am I? No. Okay, good. I just thought I would check. No. It's all ahead this hour here on Silberto and Friends. Thank you for being here with us on uh, on this Thursday morning. And it's time now. You better be awake because it's time now to get random. Get random. Get random. <laughs> Maybe he'll change his call. Get, get random with Hudson get, Cooper. Get random. <laughs> it's random thoughts. It's in tomorrow's Sullivan County Democrat. Yeah. It is Hudson. Random Cooper. Hudson, how are you this morning? I'm well, guys. How are you guys? Tired. We're tired. <laughs> We're tired. Yeah. Yeah. How is the rehearsals coming? Exhausting. Well, but good. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, when, when the tickets first went on sale... I picked the 14th. I'm going to miss both of you as, as, as a narrator. Yeah, but you're going to get Marty Rutberg. Yes, you are. You get a chance well, to I'm, see I'm, Marty. I'm looking forward, based on what you said earlier, I'm looking forward to his presentation. Marty's Marty's doing a great job. I, I, I can't believe yeah. you're going to miss me. I don't know what you were thinking. 
He was thinking. Well, I didn't know. I I didn't know you guys weren't going to do it on the fourteenth. Well, we alternate. That's a, we're, we we have to rest in between. We're stars. Dude. We've got schedules. Yeah. <laughs> so how how often is rehearsal these days before Every, the opening? Uh, well, it's, it's amazing how they put this this together. It opens on Friday, and rehearsals started on Monday. Right, but uh, we arrive wow. at nine thirty in the morning and leave at nine thirty at night. At night. Yep. Yeah, twelve hour rehearsals wow. every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and, a tremendous uh, amount of work. Yeah, it's a, it sounds like a lot of work, but I, if it's anything like last year's show, I can't wait to see it again. Well, yeah. you know, I would say it's like last year, but two point I mean, this cast oh. Hudson is just amazing. I'm gl- okay, Hudson. I'm glad we're talking about this because I'm glad you saw it last year. Yeah. Because we say, and it's not cliche, oh, yeah, well, this one, again, there's just such a different energy. Jonathan well, Porter Wright, it's like, it's like cast 2.0. I, I, listen, every every season, every year has been uh, stellar in one way or another. But I will say, uh, this time around, the cast is being led by, of course, uh, Dr. Frankenfurter, right. and that is Cody. Cody Garcia, and he is just out of this world, pun intended. Considering he's like seven foot, seven foot four inches tall. He's but... not seven foot four. He's six foot seven. And then, and with his shoes, he's like seven two. Oh, that's darn <laughs> sir. I have to really, I have to like get a ladder to talk to him when he's wearing those pumps. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'm looking. I'm really looking forward to the show. It's funny. It arbors in fall when 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 Rocky Horror shows up. We're moving into fall season and. and as much as I hate winter, I do like the fall. Well, there you go. So, what are we what are we talking about randomly in tomorrow's uh, random thoughts? Well, I'm talking about Merriam-Webster's dictionary. It always comes up with new words around this time of year. Four hundred and five hundred new words. For instance, a few years ago, we never used the word "woke" to mean anything other than to wake up. That's right. true. Now, now what you hear "woke" every day. And I, I briefly go into, it was first used to alert people to racial pressures. Lately, it evolved into awareness of social issues, sexism, LGBT rights, and radical political movements. And what I did, you know, sometimes when I write my column, I like to get my readers involved. So what I did is I write about three actual word, new words that they selected, and I included two of my own that I made up. And I challenge my readers until they get to the end of the column to figure out which ones are the made-up words. And it's a lot of fun. Aha! Uh-huh. <laughs> we'll have to check it out. And I know like the other, instance, you know. For instance, for instance uh, here's a made-up word. Nuff already. Nuff already? <laughs> yeah, that's when you hear the same story over and over again. Nuff already. Oh, yeah, boy. I got you. All right. I've never heard that. This is going to be interesting. <laughs> we got to check it out. Hudson Cooper, random thoughts in his column in uh, tomorrow's Sullivan County Democrat. And Hudson uh, was talking about you this morning with our early morning brain teaser. We were talking about uh, the Anchor Bar in Buffalo. What did they make famous? And, of course, the answer was buffalo chicken wings, and uh, and I and, you know, and I answered I answered before you finished the question. As soon as I heard the anchor bar, yeah, because you were uh, you actually sat down uh, with the owners of the anchor bar, Frank and, and Teresa. I, and, I was and, uh, in school, I was in college in Buffalo, and I was hitching home downtown, and a Cadillac pulled up, and it was in the middle of winter, and I was freezing. He said, "Where are you going?" I told him downtown. He said, "I'll give you a ride part way." And we started going, I said, what's your name? I said, Hudson. I said, what's your name? He goes, I'm Frank. Like, I'm supposed to know who Frank is. And then he says, are you hungry? I said, yeah. 
<laughs> and the next thing I know, we're making a left-hand turn into the anchor bar, going into the kitchen entrance. And we sat at a wooden butcher block table, and he said to the staff, bring it out. And we, he brought out trays and trays of wings. Wow. Passed a lot of them for me to go. Told me about how his wife invented the chicken wing when uh, their son and his college buddies came in drunk one night on late on a Saturday night. And there was nothing left to make but wings. That was all that was left from the chicken part. And his wife came up with the recipe, and that's how it developed. Well, you know, it's funny, Hudson, because you, you were present for the invention of chicken wings, but I, weren't you also present for the invention of fire? Oh, boy. I I I I am cave painting also. I, I, I that. <laughs> Thank you. That's could've what been, I thought. That's it. It could have been worse. He could have said you could have been there for the invention of the chicken. <laughs> Which came first, Hudson Cooper <laughs> or the chicken? There you go. We'll find out tomorrow. Well, no. Anyway, you'll find out a lot more tomorrow in uh, Random Thoughts. Hudson Cooper, look forward to you being back in studio, my friend. Me too. Have a great weekend, You guys. too, buddy. Good luck with the opening tomorrow. Thank Thanks, you. Hudson. Hudson Cooper, Random Thoughts, and tomorrow's Sullivan County Democrat. Of the three of us, the only one that sat down with Frank and Teresa, the owners of the Anchor Bar, and had Anchor Bar chicken wings. I wasn't even born yet. <laughs> it's Catskills News Talk, 92.5, 94.9 weather. Jonathan has it. Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9 weather. Sunny today with a high of 75. Tonight, increasing clouds, low 55. Tomorrow, cloudy with a chance of showers and a high of 66. Tomorrow night, cloudy with showers, possibly a thunderstorm, low 55. Saturday, cloudy with showers and possibly a morning thunderstorm with a high of 62. Sunday, partly sunny, chance of showers, high 52. Presently in Sullivan and the Catskills, pay attention, Silberto. It's partly cloudy and 57. Right now. Uh, 57. As he said. 57. Kind of. Mm Mm-hmm. Silberto and friends. And that's where we come in. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Good morning, Paul Silberto, Jonathan Charles Fox. What? That dog named Gidget here. Oh, she just woke up because uh, the professor is here. That's right. It's uh, 6.20 now on this Thursday morning. And yep, it is time to talk nerdy. Our bold gold digital download, chief digital strategist, the professor, Jamie Lazarus is yes, here. Yes, sir. Good How's morning, Jamie. How are you? I'm great. It's a little bit foggy out there. Still. It is. Yeah, right, right? still some fog oh, to goodness. burn off. Yeah. Foggy fogginess. Yeah. Apparently, my dog wants to live with you. Yeah. I know. I want to live with Gidget, too. There you too. go. Okay, you can have each other. Oh, <laughs> thank you. I thought you'd never say. And yeah. we're, we're tired this morning. Yes. <clears throat> um, you know, uh, I'm, I'm holding... Gidget, who is uh, <laughs> whining into the mic, yes? Yeah. Okay, she's it's biting she's the mic. excited. People think that she's... <laughs> that's her excitement whine. I like it. Yeah. I like it. My excitement whine is very similar. <laughs> it is. But yeah. it's, it's, it's more red. Yeah. It's more red. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, something that I wanted to talk about today, uh, I've spoken of in prior digital downloads and something mm-hmm. I'd just like to protect everybody and there are so many just cyber scams out there. So many just people that don't understand the technology and those that do and the bad people, ne'er-do-wells who like to take advantage. So we just want to make sure that we're protecting ourselves online, protecting our assets, protecting ourselves in our digital real estate. So one thing that we want to know, here's a little tip mm-hmm. for you. And that is if we see something that comes through 
a website or a web address or an email with at something on it. And we don't know what it is. Did you know, Paul, that you can type in who is into the internet and that will bring you to a website that you could put any web web address right into and be able that. to determine who owns it. How do you do that again? It's called who is. Who is. Yeah. And what that's going to do, basically there's this registration service, right? You've heard of, uh, you know, someone buying a .com or something. Like that. Yeah. When you buy that web address, you're not actually buying it. You're sort of renting it. Let's just say from the internet, okay? And that registration process is documented mm -hmm. and it has to be made public. Now, you can make your registration private, like if you're a corporation and the human, the individual, is the one who registers the web address, yeah. but it's still known that this is linked to somebody and it is knowable in case there's any kind of fraud or something allowed, mm. you know, um, about it. So it's just something to protect ourselves if we want to know, is this legit? Is this real? Um, is this something that um, is going to harm me? But one thing that's happening now is not so much on dot coms on websites. It's mm -hmm. happening on phone numbers still. Yeah. Right. We yeah. get a lot of privates calls, yeah. a lot of unknown caller things. And we say, wait a minute. Those things are... Uh, scams i don't know what can we do how are they getting my phone number well when you're calling out people can see your number just like caller id back in the day right let's do the time warp again remember star 69 Stop that. we're tired what? oh sorry was that yeah that's star 69 that's star 69 remember a star time ago star 69 yes, yes. the rem song no yeah. there's a uh uh, there's an REM song where, you know, I know you called, I know you called, Star 69. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's right. Star 69 <clears throat> was the, okay, somebody just called me. I didn't answer. Right. Who was that? And it was prior to having a caller ID. Right. Um, it would read you back the number. So those star things, yeah. I'm sorry. If Am I, okay, if you get these, you're talking calls on your cell phone or on your private phone or it doesn't um, matter? Well, most people's private phone is their mobile device. Okay, so, so if, it, if it somebody's not in your contacts, you're not right. going to, okay. So, but that's, your your mobile device has caller ID built into it yeah. anyway. Yeah, Just like uh, older phones did. So if I phone you, Paul, even though my name may not be in your contact list, I know it says, do not answer this jerk as the concert. Well, I mean, that's the, uh, uh, right, the, but it, the but name in will, there that you will, put on my okay. phone. But <laughs> if you want to be able to um, identify someone, you can, of course, do Star 69. Those things still exist. Oh, but, is that so? Know that. But what we want to be able to do is remember this one, Star 67. What's that? Star 67. When you're calling out, if you don't want your name to show up on their caller ID so someone can bank your phone number, just write star 67 first when you're dialing out and huh. it will block your number the same way that they're they're doing the same thing to you when that number is unlisted unknown, unknown private caller, right, we don't know what right. that is well okay? i have my phone set um, because we can to uh, silence all calls that come into right. me that aren't in my contact list. So Correct. I get a little banner saying silenced call coming through. Yes. It's usually spam. It's usually spam. So yeah. it's being able to identify. So hackers and bad people, ne'er-do-wells, um, are 
working around this, they are able to do things like make their caller ID show up with a name that isn't there. This happened in my family where someone called my parents and just Apple, the word Apple just showed up on their caller ID and they were presented with a scam. Oh, your, your account's been compromised. You right. need to go to the store and buy an iTunes gift card and go read us the number. And they, of course, <laughs> called me, thank goodness. And I said, no, 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 that's not yeah, true. Don't do that. But I got a call once from Jonathan Charles Fox. I said, well, I have a feeling that's that's <sighs> not really, yeah. He calls and he me did all what we the normally time. do. He just hung all up quick. The yeah. Time. Report junk. Report junk. But, um, I think this is I think this is a topic that if you don't mind, Professor, we should do a part two on. Sure. I'm happy to do soon. all the parts for you. This I just want to make sure that we are covering your bases and protecting your assets and just making sure that we don't fall victims of scam because there are so many different ways to do it. Here's another freebie for y'all mm-hmm. that will really protect you, especially around these phone call things. Here's one huge vulnerability. It's when we order anything that's delivered, right? Yeah. UPS right. for FedEx or whatever. They say, we need a phone number. Yeah. And so where do they put that phone number? On the outside of your package, package right? right? With your address. Another person, anybody who just picks up any kind of piece of mail of yours or sees your package just on your front stoop has your phone number and your address. So what do we do? Well, Google, the great people at Google who have so many different products like Gmail and Google Maps and the search engine, of course, they also have this thing called Google Voice. So if you have a Gmail account already, Mm -hmm. you already have access to this, it's free, and all you have to do is just Google, well, Google Voice, and it will take you to right where it is if you're signed in with your account, and it will give you a phone number, an additional phone number. Uh, and that uh, links to your phone number. Uh, it's totally right. free. So when somebody calls you, it will ring that number, it will ring your phone. So when I sign up for things, if you go yeah. to somewhere and they say, hey, join this little club, hey, whatever, at Las Vegas, number. you give them that phone number. Well, there we go. We and, are definitely going to have a part two and more sure. of this. Best way for our listeners to get a hold of you that may want more information. Just shoot me off an email, digital at boldgoldmedia.com. I would love to set up a discovery call with you, help you get where you're trying to go on the internet, digital at boldgoldmedia.com. Let's uh, help you get on where you're trying to go, and let's talk nerdy. And I may not be a chief digital strategist or even play one on the radio, but my suggestion is give them Jonathan's address and phone number. Silberto and friends. Do any of you people do any actual work? Any work at all? Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. It's 8.32 now, 28 till 9. Catskills News coming up at 9. Catskills News headlines. Here's Mike Sakal. Monticello police have arrested 36-year-old Arthur Uhl of Monticello on felony weapons charges and unlawful imprisonment, as well as misdemeanors of menacing and endangering the welfare of a child. The arrest comes after police were called to the Sleepy Hollow apartment complex on Tuesday morning and were told that a woman was being physically held against her will and being threatened with a firearm. Responding officers forcibly gaining entry to the apartment after Ewell refused to open the door. They located the victim and Ewell inside where he was taken into custody. He was arraigned in Village of Monticello Justice Court and remanded to Sullivan County Jail on bail. As part of its response to the local opioid epidemic, Sullivan County has purchased 174 Nalox boxes to place in strategic locations around the region. 
Camille O'Brien, Communities Program Manager, is asking local businesses such as gas stations, laundromats, and restaurants to consider hosting these boxes in their establishments. That's what's happening. I'm Mike Sikel, Catskills News. Catskills News coming up at 9 on Catskills News Talk, 92.5, 94.9. It's 8.34 now. and Friends, I'm Paul Silberto. Jonathan Charles Fox. What? That dog named Gidget. And Deputy Director, Sullivan County Public Health, Jill Hubert-Simon. Good morning, Jill. Good morning. Did I hear something about chocolate in there this morning? <laughs> well, we were we were talking about chocolate. Never mind. Anyway, so how are well, you? How are you other than sniffing I, sniffing chocolate? Wow. Well, you know that I am in studio next week, so maybe I'll have to bring some, or oh. you can have some for me. I uh, guess uh, we won't. We won't uh, mind. By all means, bring yeah. food. Always bring food. <laughs> I got bad and a breakfast. And a breakfast sandwich? Is that will yes, it next please. week work, Jonathan? <laughs> yes, please. And a little bit of bad news. Guess who else might be in studio with us next week? Oh, boy. Greg, Gold, Greg Goldstein. Oh, well, that's all right. Oh, no, not, it we, might be all right with for you. you. But not for us. No, not so much. <laughs> so what's happening, um, Tick Chick, with Sullivan County Public Health? So a lot going on, of course. Um, next week, um, we have our... Routine vaccine clinic for children who are underinsured or uninsured. So if any um, kids need those vaccines to stay in school, please give us a call. We can work on that. That's from 5 to 630 uh, right here in our offices. Um, Next Wednesday, the 11th, we have our last rabies clinic of the year. That's going to be held at the Monticello Fire Department beginning at 6 o'clock. You do need to pre-register your pets for that. That information is available on our website. If you have a hard time registering or can't find that, please give us a call. We really want to make sure those pets um, get their rabies shots going into the fall so we can protect them. Uh, You know, we've had a lot of animal bites and that kind of stuff. Um, And protect our pets, protect ourselves. If your pet's vaccinated, uh, you know, it saves us a lot of work and it may save people from having to get treatment. So uh, please really make sure you have your pets updated. And if you need, again, come see us on Wednesday at the Monticello Fire Department. Um, Our education team is out and about at a lot of events. Uh, They'll be at the Giant Pumpkin Party on uh, Saturday. They'll be at the Fall Festival in Liberty next week. So um, if you see them out and about, stop by and say hello. They're anxious to uh, meet some of our community residents and get some information and see how uh, we can help our community. So please, if you see public health out and about, stop by and say hello. We really are a friendly bunch. And on a lighter note, tomorrow is World Smile Day. So tomorrow, World Smile, you know, have a smile, act of kindness, um, and a good way to start a Friday with a smile. I'll have to let's take go, the day let, off. Let's go back. Yeah, you would. But yeah. let's go back to what our, 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 our dear friend, the late, great Billy Block used to say. If you see someone without a smile, give them one of yours. Give them one of yours. Oh, yeah, so tomorrow would be a good day to do that and to honor him. There you go. Well, and in a perfect example, uh, speaking of Broadway, let a smile be your umbrella, right? Because it's going to rain. Oh, <laughs> ooh, that's not smile-worthy weather forecast. Yeah, there. well, that's not my specialty. Well, Smiling is not in my wheelhouse. Jill, Jonathan, and I still have one more full day of rehearsal with Rocky Horror, so it's going to be another long day today. Oh, yeah. It, uh, I, I was hearing about those. Yes. It's going great. Opening night tomorrow night, so we are excited. Jill, we'll I, that is exciting. We will see you here and best next of luck. Thursday. Break a leg. Thank All those you. kind of, you know, Hollywood oh, thanks. things. I still got to figure out uh, what my wardrobe looks like. I don't even want to go there. Uh. Trust me. Tony. <laughs> Jill, Silberto you Simon, knows. The tick chick. Yeah.
You can go to CatskillsNewsTalk.com, uh, click on the Sullivan County logo, and then work on through to Sullivan County Public Health Hour, Sullivan County Public Health Update. And uh, tomorrow morning, the director of Sullivan County Public Health, Karen Holden, is my guest co-hostess. Oh, I here like on her. Okay. And Friends. She's all right. Yeah, she is. Yeah. It's 838. Silberto and Friends. This is the creepiest thing I've ever heard. That's creepy. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Good morning. Coming up on 842, I'm Paul Silberto. Jonathan Charles Fox and that dog named Gidget on this Thursday morning. What do you want? And, well, I want you to finally try to get his name right because... For, the, for those of you new to this segment, this is where we get a chance to catch up on things going on with our state senator, Peter Oberacher. And every every week, once per show, that Jonathan gets Senator Oberacher's name wrong, and he usually does all the time, Senator Oberacher will, will donate $100 to a single bite, or up to 500 bucks so far. Now, this morning, Senator Oberacher is not available to join us. However, very capably joining us this morning... Um, we'll, we'll, we'll be Camille O'Brien. So why don't you not only introduce Camille O'Brien, but introduce her and say what Senator's update she's doing for us. Well, I'm just so tired of you getting his name incorrect. And I'm going to tell you one last time how it's pronounced. We know his first name is Peter. Oh, I. Yeah. Really? It's yeah. Peter? Yes. Well, his last... I spelled it out on a piece of paper okay. so I get it right this time. It's Senator Salt and Pepper. It's not. It's State Senator <laughs> Peter Oberacher. I don't think so. Will you please get it right? I, I'm trying. It's... Uh, well, it... In any event, there's another 100 bucks for a single bite. So, well, so that's the upside, I guess. <sighs> Camille, you're... Te- I guess technically this morning, you're you're spending Senator Oberacher's money. Camille O'Brien, how are you? <laughs> Good. How are you guys doing this morning? Well, mm. how do you think we're doing? I'm putting up with Jonathan. I'm a little bit tired. Yes. So, hey, Camille, fill us in on what's going on with uh, State Senator Peter Oberacher. Absolutely. Oh, you said it great that time. Thank wow. Um, Wrong, but great. Well, well, can I tell you, every week it, it makes me cry laughing when I listen in and hear uh, how Jonathan says it. It's amazing. Yeah. But um, Amazing is not okay. the word I would use. <laughs> Correct is the word I would use. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So here's what we're working on in the Fighting 51st. Uh, Senator Oberacher's introducing legislation S7674, which briefly states that those who have concealed carry permits would be able to forego the extensive background checks to purchase ammunition. No matter where you fall on the gun control debate, uh, law-abiding permitted Individuals should not be infringed upon in their ability to purchase ammunition. So pretty much this is saying anybody that's already gone through the background checks to get their firearm Mm -hmm. or is in the midst of hunting season and needs to re-up their ammunition, they don't have to go through this uh, waiting game to to be able to re-up. They already went through those background checks to get their firearms to begin with. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then... um, so uh, what's keeping the senator from being on today, today he's meeting with uh, many local highway department supervi- supervisors and superintendents. Oh. Uh, the work, yeah. I mean, um, you know, sometimes people forget all the work they do, keeping our roads up, but uh, sometimes they go unnoticed until we have a huge snowstorm right. or weather event, 
and we realize how important of a job they do. Yeah. So um, the senator wants to let everybody know that they have his full gratitude. That is great, and it's great that he's yeah. recognizing those, really, who do such a great job. Absolutely. And then the final update I have for you. So uh, this Saturday at 6 p.m., Senator Oberacher will be in Roscoe at the Rockland House at the annual Federation of Sportsmen Awards Dinner. So uh, he invites anybody that would like to come out and say hello. I'll be accompanying him, and, um, yeah, it seems like it'll be a great event. Are we going to see the two of you at logging days on the same day beforehand? Because I want to see Senator Hosenpfeffer wearing a plaid. Buffalo plaid is really his color, I think. Yeah, um, you'll have to send me the information for Logging Day. We actually went up, we went up to the Hancock Lumberjack Festival hoping to get into the events, but uh, we weren't there while they were doing some shopping. Well, there'll be plenty of there. events. I'll send you the info. Okay. Right. Awesome. Good well, Myself and the senator, we're going to tag team the, the big saw. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'd pay oh, good money to see I that. I would, too. Camille O'Brien, we thank you for the update. What's the best number for our listeners to reach out to uh, Senator Robrocker or his staff, uh, the office number, and the contact information? Absolutely. So our Albany office number is 518-455-3131. All right. uh, Give us a call. We're happy to help. Well, Camille, we appreciate the update. Let's catch up soon, all right? Sounds good. Have a great day, guys. You too. Camille Camille O'Brien, great job with our update from State Senator Peter Robrocker. Always busy. It is, oh boy. It's uh, 846 now. Silberto and friends. We dress fancy. We're dressing fancy. Fancy it is. Fancy dressers. <laughs> Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Winding things down on this Thursday morning, I'm Paul Silberto, Jonathan Charles Fox. What do you want? That dog named Gidget is here. She's awake now. Yes, Look she out. is. Mm-hmm. It's at 8.51 now, and here's Catskills News Conversations with Mike Sakel. With me today is Liberty Central School Superintendent, Dr. Patrick Sullivan, who is here to give us an update and tell us about some exciting news that is coming up as we get closer and closer to the big mascot logo reveal in Liberty. And Dr. Sullivan, this has been a long, long process for the district over the past year or so, really. Briefly, uh, give us a little overview of, uh, of what we're talking about here. Sure. There, there's two things. The first thing is All Things Liberty, and, and that's the event where we'll have a mascot reveal. So I'll go into the mascot. As you may recall in our previous conversations, we had the information from the New York State Department of, of Education submitting regulations where all schools using indigenous people, uh, imagery and, and, and mascots, we, we had to change. So we went through that process of gathering multiple data points of, of input from our school community to identify what our next mascot would be. So after doing that and speaking with our students, our families, our staff in different forums, uh, we conducted that the vote and our mascot committee convened and we reviewed the data and as, as you know, it was decided and approved at the end of the year last year to be the Liberty Redhawks. Right. And throughout this summer, we've been working with a uh, graphic designers, and we've been uh, collaborating with the mascot committee to review 
what our logo will be because we wanted to make sure to, to do our due diligence uh, with this change and uh, have a logo and, and a, a mascot logo that, that everyone in the Liberty School community could stand behind. Having conversations with colleagues who I have with me right now, Mrs. Stacy Fiesel, who's our uh, school community coordinator, the 2019-2020 school year, uh, we started something called All Things Liberty, and the purpose of, of that uh, event was to allow the school to communicate what we're doing as a school district. So I'm going to have Ms. Fiesel explain uh, on October 14th, which is a very important day for the Liberty community, of, of how the district will, will be attending the Harvest Fest with our All Things Liberty, and we'll be having a mascot reveal. Terrific. Well, Stacy Fiesel is, again, Community Schools Coordinator with uh, Liberty Central School. Stacy, nice to have you. Yes, so this event is happening October 14th. It will be the day of the Liberty Fall Festival, correct? That is correct. It's a PBA-sponsored event, and this would be a perfect opportunity for us to actually get out into the community. So what's happening that day? The, the event starts at 5 and goes until 4 o'clock. What we're planning on doing is an agenda of an event. We are going to have story time at specific times during the day. We're going to have a reveal of the mascot at 12 o'clock. We have a magician coming in. We have uh, a falconer that's actually going to show the kids a, a true live red hawk. Uh, we also have a prize wheel for this for the students to come in and get some swag with our with our logo. We are also going to do a scavenger hunt for some of the kids so they could go around and interact with the different vendors, different uh, community groups, and be able to um, find those red hawks that are hidden throughout the uh, fall festival. You will be set up, from what I understand, there'll be the the Liberty Central table in front of the library. And the mascot, the big mascot reveal takes place at noon, right? That is correct, noon. Yeah. That, that sounds very exciting. We're hoping that everybody can come and, and watch this because this is really kind of a once-in-a-lifetime thing. We don't see mascots changing all that much. No, no, and the previous mascot with Liberty Central was... Gee, how many years? I, I know, Dr. Sullivan, we've talked about that before. It, oh, good. Yeah. Yes, I, I, I think I've had different um, times. I, I mean, 70-plus years, I would have to say. Right, right, right. So this is this is a, uh, a, a historic event, really, that uh, should be a new uh, the new Red Hawks mascot uh, logo that will be part of the community for the generations to come. Can I add one more thing? We are also taking donations for a snack pack that is in our school district. It's a actual program to help feed some of the students that are maybe not being able to get the food that they necessarily need throughout, throughout the weekend or at night. So we would like some donations so that people can drop by and maybe um, drop some food off. All right. Well, very good. This sounds very, very exciting. And uh, thanks to Community Schools Coordinator Stacy Fiesel and, of course, uh, Liberty Superintendent Dr. Patrick Sullivan. Liberty Fall Festival, again, is coming up on October 14th, and uh, the district activities will be happening from 10 to 4 in front of the Liberty Library. So it sounds like a really special day, great day for the, for the members of the Liberty community. Thanks so much to both of you. Really appreciate the conversation. Thank you. Thank you, Mike.
That's Catskills Conversations. I'm Mike Sakel. Celebrate on friends. Uh, it's eight fifty six now here on Catskills News Talk ninety two five ninety four nine. Sunshine. Another um, really August like day today, temperature wise. But then it all heads downhill. Well, it might be August like, but 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 uh, uh, fall foliage is peaking. It's mm-hmm. it's it's going to peak over the next couple of days. And even though it's a little bit early, it does happen this way every once in a while. But people get out there and take advantage of it it's gorgeous out there yeah and now ladies and gentlemen this is music to jonathan's ears i'm gonna write words to this tune okay i can only imagine what they're gonna be oh yeah i don't know that we can hear them on the air but i'm gonna write the words you and i buddy along with the whole cast we have another long day of rehearsal this is what's called dress tech day. Yes, it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. So it does take a long time. There's a lot of stopping and starting. They, mm-hmm. uh, as little as humanly possible. But it's really, this this day is for the crew so that they can make sure they get everything right because they have designed this show into a stupor. It looks amazing. Oh, it sounds amazing. amazing. My, uh, regardless of whether I'm there or not, the show is really going to be quite good. And, of course, we're talking about Rocky Horror yeah. in the Tavern. Um, now, as of uh, this morning, there were just a few Friday tickets left. Other than that, everything's sold out. Well, I know my shows are sold mm-hmm. out. Yeah. I would suggest you go to CatskillsNewsTalk.com yeah. and you click on the logo for the Forestburg Playhouse. Click on through to the Forestburg Tavern and see if you can get any tickets. But again, uh, Freaky Fridays, but those Freaky Fridays may be gone, too. So. We talk about it every year, Silberto. People come up to me. I'm sure it happens to you, too, and say, is this show really selling out? Or are you just selling that to, saying that to sell tickets? The show sells out every yeah. year, people. And if you've seen Rocky Horror and say, oh, I've seen it. I don't need to see it again. Yes, you oh, do. Oh, yes, you do. It's a it, whole different it's feel. It's different every single season. And this show, in particular, this season is just what an amazing cast they have. And, again, amazing that... On the 20th and 21st, Jonathan Charles Fox will be in the role of the narrator. I hear he's amazing. He is. And what about on Saturday the 14th? Marty. Rutford. Oh. Marty will be there. We when had I such heard a that blast they got with Marty him to do it, I said, oh, he's got such a great voice and such a great presence, and he's going to be a lot yeah. of fun. And we had a great time yesterday. Yeah, so. we did. Just the three. We're like the three musketeers. Yeah. I'm honored. I'll be there tomorrow night for opening night, then Saturday, then back on the 13th. And then following Jonathan on the 27th and 28th. Well, the wardrobe master is still trying to figure out what I'm going to wear, but I have a feeling no, it's going to be good. I, I think he knows what you're going to wear. Is He's that trying so? to find a long enough extension cord. Oh. <laughs> That's what he's trying to find out. There you go. All right, coming up tomorrow on the next Silberto and Friends, Karen Holder, uh, Director of Sullivan County Public Health, my guest co-hostess. We'll talk to Barry Lewis, try to find out what's in his column. Dylan Price, our Catskills News Talk sports update. Derek Kirk. Our Sullivan County Democrat update. We will uh, speak with John Farnsworth, Greater Hancock Area Chamber update, Rich Kiamko, and the award-winning Roberta Byron Lockwood, plus the garden guru, Jim Boxberger, with tips (laughs) on a repeat performance. It's all tomorrow on the next Silberto and Friends. We'll get together again a little after 6. Silberto and Friends, weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk. 92.5 and 94.9.